0: powerful words, and communicating your ideas effectively. Maybe you do, but maybe there's so much more in you that all the layers of getting it right and not rocking the boat and needing to prove are blocking the true flow of your brilliance when it comes to words. That's what I'm talking about today. I think you're going to like this episode, and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters. And the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So happy to have you with me today as always. And I've got a great episode for you. Today I'm going against the grain a little bit, talking more about words and communication. And you may not realize this because you hear me talk about voice and psychology of the voice and nuances around voice so much. In my groups, especially my corporate groups, I spend a lot of time teaching very strategic, effective communication strategies, word strategies. And I'm going to start talking about some of those strategies and concepts more here on the show. I am really diving into them deep in a couple of programs that are coming up that are very new, very exciting. I'm doing a two-hour workshop in August where I'm going to be teaching you to unlock your potential when it comes to voice and communication. You can head over to captivatetheroom.com forward slash unlockyourpotential. That is a hands-on coaching masterclass. Would love for you to join me. And then I'm taking my show on the road. Captivate the Room Retreat. Very well, maybe coming to a city near you. I've got Denver, Chicago, Dallas, Cedar Rapids, Orlando. Go over to captivatetheroom.com forward slash retreat. This is a one of a kind small group. Spend the day with me. I hope that I will get to meet you live and in person. And in these trainings, we are going to be focusing on words and authentic connections and success rate and influence and persuasion and attracting ideal clients and so many wonderful things I don't want you to miss. And the masterclass, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. So if you want to get in on that, make sure you go to that link. They'll be in the show notes as well. And the retreats are currently on Early Bird. Buy one at Early Bird price and bring your friend for half off. You don't want to miss that, so get on that right away. You know, I don't talk about words a lot on here. I do quite a bit in my groups, and I teach my people how to communicate effectively so they get more of what they want, so that they are really creating the experience that they want their listeners to have, so that they are feeling confident and capable around the words that they're choosing, that they are expressing themselves in a way that is representing who they want to be, the experience they want people to have, their message is clear. And You've probably heard me talk about this a little bit from the perspective of one of the first things that I have to deal with when I'm working with people is getting them out of their head for a number of reasons. But one of the main ones
1: is people are focusing on the words. And this is, this is partly societal
0: because we are taught if you get the words right, you will get what you want. If you get the words right, you will be loved. If you get the words right, you will make the sale. If you get the words right, people will like you. So we have all this noise around getting the words right and communicating communicating those words and And really, the things that we're putting in place in many, many ways are the very things that are keeping us from getting what we want, keeping powerful words from coming out of our mouth and communicating our ideas effectively. And there's a number of factors that play into why we can't choose powerful words, why we can't communicate our ideas effectively, why we have these beliefs around having to get these words right and what will happen if we don't. If we get them right, we're going to win. If we don't get them right, we're going to lose. And that's just not, I want to, I want to eradicate all of that right now. When you start trying to orchestrate the words, we already have a problem. And I see people really messing up with this. They are trying to orchestrate the words a certain way. They're trying to get them, I've already mentioned them, trying to get them right, trying to say what they think people wanna hear, saying things that they want to make sure people hear. Sometimes people are using victim words. Sometimes they're using passive aggressive words. Sometimes they are using words that are buffering what they really want to say. And all of it, it's a bit of a rubber band ball, so hopefully I'm I'm making sense. But the biggest problem is all the things that we do, all these things I'm listing off, you're going in your head in many, many ways to create them, or they've already been created. They've already been stories that are put in place, by the subconscious, and a sound and a concept of creating those words is already in place. Like, I have to say this the right way or I'm going to rock the boat. It's already locked in. It's a belief. And so we have to fabricate these
1: words. And in that fabrication, we're creating sounds that massively misrepresent us. All of it is really protection and all of it is really working from wounds. You're going to hear my work take a little bit of a turn from the
0: perspective, yes, I'm still teaching psychology of the voice. Yes, I'm still able to do all the things that I do but I recently started a new research project, and I think it is is—it is going to be the core moving forward. I've known this, I've known what I'm about to tell you for a long time because it is in the core of psychology of the voice, but I'm digging deeper with the concepts of what is behind the sound As you know, because you listen to this show, I I will fix the sound. I will talk about loud. I will talk about fast. I will adjust the sound. That is not what I'm interested in first, because I cannot ever adjust that sound in such a way that it will stick until I get to what is behind it. And I got on this kick a little while back around fear of rejection based on my own studying my own concepts. And what I started to see was all roads, all insecurities, all wounds, all sounds, all choices of words were leading to fear of rejection. It is at the core of everything. It is at the core of fear of judgment, fear of rejection. I pick the wrong words. I have to get this messaging right or I am Literally, the body and the
1: mind say, you're kicked out of the tribe. And then on top of that, I've really been diving into worth, wounds,
0: and shame in relation to voice, and all of it, all of it is there. Now, You've maybe never heard me talk about rejection and shame and wounds and that kind of thing. People that have worked with me have, because that is the kind of work that I do with them. But this is an even deeper dive. And so we've got all these things at play. I got my feelings hurt the last time I said what I wanted to say, and I was rejected, and I really... You see where I'm going with this? So we start to manipulate our message, we start to manipulate the words. And and generally, we, we can do one of two things. We can do all this pleasing and adjusting and don't rock the boat, but then we can also get very aggressive. We can also cut people off and be too direct and almost move into a shaming concept with our own words. It's pick your poison. And that is really, in a nutshell, in a a very simple nutshell, what is behind the people-pleasing mask and the needing-to-prove mask. But we pick up these masks and we have all these beliefs from these voice stories, from these experiences in our life, from these core fears, and we start to manipulate our words. Maybe we want to sound smarter. Maybe we want you to get it without us really even saying it. Maybe we feel like we have to really put in all the words or you're not going to get it. And in all of that, we we become someone we're not. And in many ways, what ends up talking, what words end up coming out are
1: fake or false or fabricated. Or are not really what we meant at all, but we don't have the courage to use the words we want to use because fear of rejection. The voice tells us who you are. Your
0: voice and all those microscopic sounds that I talk to you about, they tell us who you are, but so do your words, It's all the noise in the six layers that are covering up our true authenticity, that are blocking the flow, that all of that is keeping us from really stepping into those powerful words, really stepping into communicating our ideas effectively. Because if we communicate ideas effectively, sometimes we might have to pick words that people might not like. To communicate my ideas effectively, I have to commit to that idea.
1: And what if you don't like that idea? Then what does that leave me with? So we make up a lot of noise around the words and the messaging,
0: and that takes away the effect of the words that we're using because we go to buffering or we go to strong arming or we go to we go to disconnecting and we and then we cover it
1: all up with fabricated sounds and people go what is she even talking about when it could be so simple It could be so simple. Sometimes,
0: even in, let's say, critical conversations or conflict, it could be as simple
1: as that's not going to work for me. That's an idea, that's powerful
0: but we get all locked up in well they're probably not going to do what i ask them to do so i've got to start strong arming a little bit and i've got to go you 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 think you got you think you can make me do that but you're not going to make me do that because or whatever i'm just talking off the top of my head or maybe we water the whole thing down when really there is so much simplicity there's so much powerfulness in simplicity, in words that are truly aligned with who we are and what we believe and what we want to say and the message and idea we want to communicate. But we go into it the wrong way. They're not going to listen. They're not going to believe us. They're not going to give us what we want. We get noise, noise, noise.
1: But the powerful words are in you but we got to get all the stuff out of the way that blocks the courage and the flow
0: for you to say them. And not only say them, say them with ownership because whatever you're bought into vocally, we're going to buy into vocally. And let me tell you something, when you start doing word dumps and word salad and word justification and word water down and word all of that,
1: We're out. Four second attention span. If I don't know what you're talking about, it's
0: not about whether I'm aligned with what you're talking about. Is it even having an impact on me? Are those words having an impact on me? And yet we strategize from the place of am I going to say what they want me to say? Or sometimes we strategize from the place of, I don't care if they
1: say, if they don't like what I'm going to say, okay, that's problematic too. What is in your heart? The words are there. We've just spent a lifetime
0: learning how to fabricate them the wrong way and I know it's not as easy as I'm saying it I know that because I teach this stuff daily and my students say okay all right how do you do that so easily how do you flow with the how do I do that well you have to learn the strategies that I'm teaching here and then we've got to create the opportunities to implement them into habits this cannot be theory this cannot be theory. And this is one of the reasons that the Psychology of the Voice podcast is on hold is because I would talk concepts to people around what I heard in their voice and they would walk away and go, I got it, I got it. And that is doing a disservice because you cannot, you, you can't have it. We're unraveling years. You can't have a theory And that rewrites a habit of the way that you've communicated. And you might communicate in such a way where you're always making an apology or you're always creating a buffer. You could have a pattern of that. Thinking that you're not going to do that anymore isn't going to change the habit. These are literal grooves in your brain. That sounds kind of crazy, right? But these habits in these words that we choose and how we articulate them and and what what we're going to do with our message, all of that comes from voice stories. All of that comes from internal noise. And then we do it over and over and over and over and over. And then we have these grooves in our brain that say, oh, no, mm, hold on. That's a little strong. That's a little pushy don't do that. And then we have a habit of not doing, of going into our head and not doing, which is possibly that doing is tapping into what we really want to say, tapping into that flow.
1: And the altercation now becomes the habit. Many times I will say to people, okay,
0: do you have Proof. Do you have real proof that when you spoke this way or that way, it was bad? And sometimes they say yes. The majority of the time they say no. And that's exactly what the subconscious is doing. Working with false proof. It will work with real proof or false proof. Doesn't care. The goal is to keep you toned down or to keep you using words that are so pushy and so offensive that you repel us. The subconscious wants you using words and your voice in such a way that you either repel
1: people or they don't even know you're there. And we got to change that. So the words that you say, maybe, like, you know, I think... Or any number of words
0: tell us in many, many ways who you are. Are you justifying? Are you convincing? The voice determines whether we will listen to you, but your words are the message. The words are what we're going to walk away with and go, yeah, that is, that speaks to me. The goal, obviously, and and many times I will talk about this, is taking those powerful words and being able to bring them to life with your voice in such a way
1: that we're captivated. And that's what we're truly after. Not you orchestrating the words to
0: become someone you're not or even even practicing the words to such a degree can become problematic We wanna be able to connect to the message. That's something that I teach people how to do in my groups, how to open the tap and let the best words flow. Anytime you are orchestrating for any reason, anytime you are manipulating, massaging, trying to come up with these right words, these are not going to be your best words because they are not going to be coming from your heart they are going to be coming from your head. And it's just fascinating to me some of the things that I've created with people who very often, every day I I hear, I don't know how to express this. I don't know how to say this. I don't have to try to come up with the right words. No, the right words are already in you. We've got to get you working from the right place. We've got to unravel the pillars one and two, so that you can always have that tap. That you can, that's what authenticity is. And I was th- thinking about a group as I'm telling you this right now. I'm thinking about a group that I did today. And one, and the, the leader of the group, the, the co lead of the group just laughs at me, not making fun of me, but I think from the perspective of, I'm just going to say, what comes out of my heart. Now, there are certainly parameters around this, and that's not really what this episode is about, but I am working from the place of having the flow. And maybe for you, you've even, you have even sometimes get in the flow, but you're not always in the flow, and the goal is consistency across the board, that you're always in the flow,
1: that the tap is always flowing, that you don't go to that place, of I got to get these words right.
0: You know, I see this come up a whole lot in conflict or critical conversations. And people will practice the words and practice what they're going to say if this person says that and if this, you know, don't do that. We've got to trust, people will say to me, "How how do you always say these words? How do you always come up with this? Because I trust that I will have them. And because before I work with anyone, before I teach any groups, before I all day long, I'm doing this, give me the words that they need to hear. So I'm not making it about me. I'm not making it about let me get these words right so you like me. Let me get these words right so you hear what I
1: have to say, let me, no, let me say the words that they need to hear.
0: And you may, you may be hearing me say this and you may be think, okay, how do you do that? I'm not going to dive down that rabbit hole right now, but I want you to start thinking about,
1: are you fabricating words for the sake of you or for them? And is it possible that those words are already in you and that you're
0: getting in the way? Back to the conflict thing. You know, many of you know that I was an actor and that for years I taught for Mike Nichols at his school in New York. And I I directed plays and I took actors all over the world. I've worked extensively with actors. In fact,
1: one of my... Former actors just won a Tony Award a couple of weeks ago. I was so excited. And this tactic that I used when I was working with actors, I brought into the business world. When when I was teaching at Mike's school and we couldn't
0: get an actor to really fully get into the emotion, they were holding back. They were, this was before psychology of the voice was created to the depths that it is created now, and and what all the things that I have figured out and learned and researched and created. We would have them
1: cuss the scene because there's data that shows that cussing creates emotion,
0: it taps you into the emotion. Now, this is not a permission slip to go start cussing everybody out. In fact, you know, it is rare you'll ever hear me say a cuss word. But I took that strategy. I thought, you know, we used to really get the actors to get where we needed to be with that tactic. Now, I don't have my business people cuss each other out. But I ask them a question when they're about to go into conflict and they're really worried about it or con- constructive criticism and they're really worried about it. And I will say to them,
1: if you could say anything you wanted to say, what would you say? Now, you're not going to do that. But there's a mastery in getting really good at being able to say what you need to say. And everything else gets in the way. And so we lose our authenticity. We
0: lose our ability to say powerful words because powerful words are spoken in the flow. Our ideas are communicated effectively when we're in that flow. And then we decide that's not good enough. Then we decide we're not worthy. Then we decide they're not going to like it. We're going to be rejected. We do all these things. So there are are definitely some pieces that we have to reroute, eradicate, not,
1: not working from the wrong place. We've got to be working from the right place. The bottom line is, You have the words. You just need to unlock your ability to let them flow. And that's the trick box, right? That's the trick box. That's the work. That is the work. And that is really the work, is full authenticity,
0: full non-fear of judgment. Non fear of rejection, being worthy enough, having what you say matter, no matter what your voice stories are. I went to a college orientation with my son the last couple of days, and the, they gave him a water bottle, you know, a water container. And it had the college logo on it. And at the, across the top, it said, my voice matters. And I thought, this is my, this is the greatest school ever. They get it. Your voice matters. That means the words that are truly in your heart, not the fabricated words that you think you have to craft in order to make it all right. No, stop.
1: Your voice The thing doesn't say your fabricated voice matters. No, your voice matters. And we need to get it flowing because it's there. And I'd love to show you exactly how to
0: do that. I'm going to be doing that in that two-hour workshop. I hope you'll join me. It's in August, captivatetheroom.com forward slash unlock, what is it unlock? I said it earlier. I'll put it in the show notes, unlock your potential. And then of course, I, if you are in one of my cities, I hope you'll be with me live at the retreat. All right. I'm going to leave it right there and I'll be back with a new episode soon. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.